My name is Carla Cornwall and I'm an experimental artist. And when I'm in my lab creating up a storm, I like to listen to Too High To Go Hell, the Midnight Podcast. Also listen to on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple. Right? We also, as part of the Two Hard to Go Hell project, we also have an album and a book coming again, all titled Two Hard to Go Hell, and all on the subject of spiritual health. You can support this project via the GoFundMe page. The link is in my bio, my oib. Yes. But yes, people, we are here, man. It's Monday. Hope you've had a beautiful rest. Hope you rested in peace. And hope you have risen in power to this glorious day. Uh, this live is powered by the oath. Heaven is my right. And heaven is my... Oops. Is... My... Responsibility. Heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. This life is powered by that oath. Why? 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 Because on the subject of spiritual health, if we are going to talk about spiritual health, just like uh, nutritional health, just like physical health, just like mental health, you need to take up the mantle of empowering yourself. You need to take up the mantle of changing your life. You need to take up the mantle of securing the world and the life that you want and I know that I deserve happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, truth and freedom and I characterize all of those things as heaven therefore if I deserve it and it's my right then it's absolutely my duty at the same time to ensure that um, I am the one postulating 
such an experience as well. And that's what we're here to talk about, man. Spiritual health, fam. I want to do this live, help you understand the power that you have to create the world you want to see and to live the life that you truly want, right? Beyond material, beyond uh, any uh, physical acquisitions, you can truly live a life of happiness, peace, love, freedom, health, wealth and truth without adding an extra layer to your body, without adding an extra accessory to your being, without adding an extra zero to your bank account. Does that make sense? You can have, let me say that again, you can have happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, freedom, and truth without adding an extra zero to your bank account, without adding an extra layer of cloth to your person. Does that make sense? And this is what uh, I want to discuss in these lives when we talk about spiritual health. And we talk about being at the heights of our spiritual health. We will have happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, truth, freedom. Yes? And the moment we realize that we can have those things without adding an extra zero. Without adding an extra layer of cloth or an accessory to our... Without adding another degree of instant academic knowledge to us. We can have all of those things which are the fundamentals of everyone's life. Right? The moment you can realize you have all of those things, because right now, uh, a lot of us are in pursuit of happiness, in pursuit of health, in pursuit of wealth, in pursuit of love, in pursuit of freedom, yes? In pursuit of truth. But often, we can't have truth unless we're living in Africa. We don't know freedom unless our, our banks have got triple zeros. We don't know love unless someone is caressing our egos, you know? You know, whether that be physical or emotional. We don't know love unless it doesn't come in the form of sexual pleasure. We don't know love until someone gives us with something beyond our own imagination. We don't know peace unless, you know, there is no challenges, you know. Only when it's quiet, only when I can retreat under a tree in the Caribbean do I know peace. Only when I have my incense and uh, oils do I know peace. Only when uh, my ex or my manager or my mother or my grandfather is not bringing some sort of challenge to me do I know peace. You see how all of those things rely on someone else to help you get to a, a, a specific space. The more and more we, the more and more we can get to see that happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, freedom, and truth are things that emanate from us, just like our breath. Like imagine. You were waiting before you breathed, before you breathed air, yes, before you breathed out, you were waiting for someone else to breathe in you. Not knowing that the whole environment, just by your relationship of, with it, by breathing out, you are allowing yourself to breathe in again. Does that make sense? Yes? So... This life, this conversation, we are looking at our responsibility in the very things that we say that we want and that we're looking for in life. Yes? We're, gonna, we're talking about our role uh, in acquiring all that is deserved to us in the form of heaven. Does that make sense? <laughs> So this is what we this is what we're here to talk about our responsibility and every day how we can um, every day how we can be the ones to push 
that uh, understanding in our experience of life. Does that make sense? Yes? Every day how we can be the ones to, from our point of view, always reverting back to ourselves, always reverting back to the power that we do have, always reverting back to uh, our own abilities to create and manifest happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, truth and freedom. Yes. This is what this conversation is all about. Okay. This is what this conversation is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, generals and lady man. Yes. Every day this is what I rack my brain doing. Every day this is what I um, pray and meditate on. I want everything that I do to reflect that. All my interactions with people. Both positive and negative interactions. Don't ever think that a negative interaction is not necessary to life. It's what you take from that. Does that make sense? Someone can come up to you and start swearing at you and cussing you. You couldn't help that. But you can still walk away from negative interactions with peace and actually more power. Watch this. The power you give to someone in fear, in a fearful response, is the power that could have been used for yourself and your own enlightenment. I'll say that again. The power you release to someone in fear, in anger, in hatred, in volatile responses is the energy you could have given yourself in peace. Just think about that for a second. Think about how one person pisses you off. Think about how you went out of your way to respond to someone with a long ass message that was cussing them and talking to them about how messed up they are and about how um, much you don't like them or how much you wish them bad luck think about when you went out of your way to cause someone harm or destruction through your words, through your actions, through your intentions yes, that same energy that you will say, well, I only did that because they did this to me. I only said that because they said that to me. Or they did this, so naturally I had to do this. No such thing. There's no, all responses are a decision. Whether you've created an automated decision in yourself is your issue. But all responses are decisions that you make and decisions that can be altered to suit uh, another manifestation so we can even learn from negative people just as much as we can positive and in fact negative situations often give us the strength that we needed to go to that place we wanted to go Let me say that again. You might have a dream of being Christ. Let's say you have a dream of being Christ. You want to live like Christ. You want to walk with the grace Christ walked with. You want to exemplify the power and presence and mighty connection with God that Christ had. That might be your ambition. What most of us don't realize is the only way to become a Christ, yes, of any kind, because Buddha is considered a Christ, yes, um, and other people 
in that space. The only way to reach such levels of yourself is through challenges. Challenges that come in the form of people, nature, situations and circumstance. Those things, yes, are what's going to uh, refine you in your pursuit of Christ, Christ, Christianity. Not Christianity, Christianity, like crystallization. Those things that's going to be your passport to become that which you are pursuing. And I say that you might not have Christ on your mind, but you may genuinely want to be the greatest version of yourself. You may genuinely want to be the full manifestation of, you know, what God has ordained you to be. The moment you've made the decision on who you want to be, you have accepted the modules. See that when you pick drama, or pick social science, or pick uh, chemical engineering, or pick fine art in uni, your modules reflect, your lectures reflect, yes, the course you are studying. Does that make sense? Yes? So the challenge that you pick, whatever challenge you have picked, yes? The moment you pick your challenge, which is like your area of study, you have picked the modules that come with that person you want to be. The moment I want to be an F1 racer is the moment I have to understand cars. Does that make sense? Yes? So, now, what are you calling yourself? Because this is going to help you understand your challenges. This is why it's so important to, un- to have and be aware of your highest intentions for your life. Why? So that you can realize from your highest intentions that your challenges are being made up of your highest intentions. So what are you calling yourself? When you look in the mirror, who are you? Do you get what I'm trying to say? What do you see? What do you want to see? You know, if I look in the mirror and my belly's flabby and I want a six pack, yes, I've got to now take on the challenges that come from wanting a six pack. It's very simple, guys. But the reason why a lot of us flop on our journey is because we believe we don't we don't we don't understand that all challenges are a reflection of the things we meditate on and pray for. All of them. You know, like sometimes you'd be like, man, I wish I was righteous, but man, if this, is, you know, if, if these uh, girls weren't always around me, then I would be righteous. You know what I mean? So I want to blame the, nah, she's always on my line, she's always on my fuck. You understand? Your life is a reflection of what you pray for, what you meditate on. And who you say you want to be. Therefore your challenges. Are also going to reflect. Those things too. Does that make sense? So. Then. Now we see the importance. Of meditation. And meditating on our lives. Both both mindful meditation. And mindless Meditation, both of those things uh, help us get in two things. Two things: mind, mindful meditation 
helps you bring uh, a an area of interest into focus, right? And whilst you're letting go of everything else, this area of interest is focused. This may be somewhere you want to heal. This may be something you want to, you know, work on or, or build on or get ideas for and allow uh, the ancestors to communicate through you about this particular thing. But mindless meditation is the practice of going to peace. Does that make sense? Regardless of what's happening around you, it's the practice of... Imagine you had a switch where you can go... Bring yourself back to your center. Your center, literally your vertebrae, right? From, from your lowest part of yourself, your lowest chakra, all the way up to your crown, that connects you to the astral world, yes? Which is the world, the celestial world that you come from. So meditation, almost like a chord, yes? Now if you look at, you know, you know, if you take a piece of string, any piece of string, or any long thing, any chord, right? And you want to get a pitch perfect vibration out of it, you just have to stretch it. Yes? It needs to be elongated and stretched. Okay? That allows the chord to have a, to resonate a vibration that is pitch perfect. Does that make sense? That means allowing that chord to be played. Yes? Allowing that chord to be vibrated and moved accordingly. All throughout. Your body is the same. Your spine, your, your spine runs from your brain, right? It's like your spine and your, uh, what do you call it? Your central nervous system runs all the way from here, all the way down. Yes? To your uh, genitalia area. Now, this cord is the same principle. Yes? So how you are vibrating... And so, let me go back a bit. Your central nervous system, meaning this cord that runs through your spine, is what sends signals to all your senses. So when someone hits you on your hand, yes, your hand is not feeling it. This cord is taking that information and sending it to your brain as pain. Does that make sense? Same thing. When you smell something. Yes? Your, this cord is taking that information. Touch. Feel. All of those things. It's this one cord that goes throughout your whole body and takes that information. Yes? They take that information and it set, and your brain decides what to do with it. The brain is your head is the headquarters of your physical body. Okay? Now this is where meditation becomes powerful. The brain, yes, governs your human reality. But your brain, from your brain, you have access to realms beyond your physical experience meditation yes which is the practice of observing your breath because your breath is what think about your breath from this perspective your breath does not just exist in your body your breath literally is the spirit that lives around you that you take information from and you push information back out into. That's what your breath is. Okay. So meditation. Is allowing you. To let go of this reality. This is why you close your eyes. This is why you. make your, Let your body become still. And relaxed. Because we don't want to be. We don't want to put our minds. Uh, distract our minds with the irritations of the body. Does that make sense? Don't distract your mind with the irritations of the body. So, we observe the one thing that really matters. That's your breath. Your breath is beyond your body. 
The breath is beyond your human reality and even your human existence. Your breath is the relationship with the energy around you. This is how that, that ability to go back to your breath, which is the formless, peaceful state that we all have come from, which we call God, Mungu, Allah, Tik, Ja, Yahweh, Nyame, Olodumare, like whatever names people have given it. That is what we are go that's what we are calling the most high. Yes? So the the purpose and power of meditation is your ability to use that that state of omnipresence and omnipotence, yes, to bring yourself back to peace. It's knowing that that thing, that life force knows everything, knows all science, all maths, all language, right? Therefore, it can manifest all possibilities to you when you learn how to relate with it. So... We have mindful meditation and we have mindless meditation. Now, my question has always been, because I understand the power of mindless meditation. However, I am a very hyperactive person. And because of this day and age that we live in, matched with my creative uh, energy I'm always like this I'm always doing everything at once and so to get to that place of peace right of mindlessness in a place where someone even as I'm doing this live can text me and fuck up my intellect like just imagine my grandma message me right now as I'm doing this live and said, Mikel, I need you, emergency, emergency. That would, that could throw my whole shit off. That's the power of today. One of you lot can comment something and say some, some nonsense that could throw me off course. You know what I'm saying? If I don't know how to observe peace. Does that make sense? You can say some wild shit. Like, Mikel, you're a pussy, yo. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, you know, <laughs> now I'm just thinking about your words. This is the day and age we live in. So to find peace and mindlessness is a very difficult thing, especially when you're surrounded by electricity, concrete, jungles, and things like that. Because, you know, we we can often go to that space, but it's very hard to get there. So this is why I developed Chesaroho, because I realized Yes, the one thing that someone like me uh, needs, yes, the one thing that keeps me from being from um, from being distracted, right? Or the one thing that always distracts me is my body's need to exert itself. Yes, my body always like my body's demanding. It wants some shit. Does that make sense? My body's like my child. This is what I feed me. Touch me, jump, climb, stretch, jump, like do something, Mikhail. You're just on this computer, you're just on this phone, do something with me. I'm here, I've got all this capability, but you just out here, bruv. Then I end up getting frustrated and start. <laughs> so, Chesarojo, which is something that, you know, all of us do. Anyway, in some shape or form, it's something that African communities all over, regardless of the many variations of African communities, every African community has their own form of Chesaraho. Yes? For both healing, for prophecy, for celebration, for prayer, for meditation. So what I do now, 
um, I will uh, do mindful meditation. Then I will chesaroho, meaning I'll play music to re- to reflect the energy that I'm wishing to release. Some of you may have seen this on my Instagram already. Yes, and this that's just what I do. And I just decided to record it and show people. Yes, but I will listen to music both very high tempo, very sometimes violent music if that's the energy. Sometimes very sensual music, sometimes very somber and low music, African music, soca, hip hop, whatever reflects the energy that I'm trying to release. Does that make sense? Yes. Now, once I've get and I use the the timestamp of the music to release all of that energy. Once I've done that, yes, I then am more able. Now my body's been exhausted and used. I'm then able to turn off the music, shut down my mind because I've energized myself so much through the music. I've energized myself to such a high degree that I'm open. And now naturally, all I want to do is breathe. Because I've uh, raised up my, uh, my, my, my blood, my, my heart rate. Yeah, my heart rate. Now, naturally. So I bring it down in silence and observe peace until I go all the way back down. So you can look at it in a, in a, in a, in an allegorical sense. You can look at it as it me climbing the mountain to bring down peace. Does that make sense? Yes. It's in a sense, you know, I'm climbing the mountain in order to bring down peace. Yeah. There is no sense of clarity like after you dance or after you exercise and things like that. And I think since we're also into music, since we've got streaming services that give us access to any kind of music in the world, these are powerful tools, man, to take advantage of in this day and age. Spotify should be your gym. You know? You know, in terms of Chesarojo, Spotify... And Apple and stuff, they should be our gyms where we pick the machine we wanna uh, that we wanna which is the frequency we wanna relate with, you know. And that should be able to bring us to a place of peace. So these are the kind of um, things that um, I'm using to help myself with my own journey because it's it's hard, man. And you know, it's hard, bro. It's hard, family, when you're trying to walk. A, a spiritual and righteous path It's hard when you're relying on this world To come up with the solutions to that But they haven't already So And that's why it's hard Because it's not regular things You know and So this is why I've started sharing things like Cesarojo Sharing my own spiritual health practices um, This is why I'm also starting a, a, a group for men um, A WhatsApp group um, so if, uh, called Black Men Are World Changers. So if you want to be a part of that WhatsApp group, DM me your number. Um, or if I have your number already, just tell me you want me to add you. And it's going to be again about us, you know, sharing notes on um, how we're keeping ourselves um, abreast of our sp- responsibilities. It's a group for righteous men. It's a group for men who seek righteousness, and therefore we can be a community of men who. Um, Share that stuff and encourage each other down that path, you know. Um, yes, and that we can start to come to terms with our responsibilities as men to our societies, to our families, and how we can start to use our gifts, our talents, our passions for a co- the collective interest, you know. So that's a group that um, that we've uh, just started on WhatsApp. Um, so yeah, if that's how you if if you if you're a man <laughs> and you feel like that's uh, you wanna you want me to add you, that's all good as well. And the reason why it's for men only is because men st- need to start having spaces. Our women, this is really deep, yeah. Our women 
have ran ahead of us. Naturally, because they've been so oppressed for so many years, but our women have ran ahead of us. And if you look at the general view of black women, women's empowerment is stands on the stands on the back of black of black women. Let's just say that feminism stands on the back of black women. Yeah? But that's another conversation for another day. But if you see that the way the world view and the world relationship with black women over the last 10 years has changed so drastically that has been on account of black women coming together using the internet using their various skills to promote the empowerment the encouragement the upliftment and the wholeness of themselves as black women black men because hip-hop has been our access into uh, projecting our power We have done nothing else Beyond The category of hip hop Which has changed people's lives But has also been usurped Now by other interests Yes And because hip hop outside of un- Unless you're a female rapper Hip hop degrades women The only women who have power in hip hop Are the rappers if you're not a woman who's rapping Then hip hop As a general relationship With women is not an empowering One And so now because of that our women have Ran ahead of us Yes Naturally and so it's time For men to come together To look at themselves As holistic Divine beings And not just sexual Components to women but life components to women does that make sense and so that's more than just holding her hand and calling her queen but it's how you see her and the environment that you both exist in yes so this is my prayer uh, through the new whatsapp group that we're starting um, what's available for queens <laughs> But this is, you know, and this is the beauty. Watch this. This is the beauty. And let me tell you why, why your your statement, you know, fills me with emotion in one way, you know, because our sisters are out here going hard. Men, we've we've let this, we've let an ego that doesn't even reflect our nature get in the way of our relationship with each other. It's okay if our egos helped us get somewhere, but our egos keep us in individual pursuits and away from building with common interests with each other. Knowing that my son will meet your son, my daughter will meet your daughter, my, do- my son will meet your daughter. We don't look at that. And here, everything that I do, yes, 90% of my coaching clients are black women. 90% of uh, people who come for the village link up is black women. Yes? You know? Um, and again, the people who come at me most times for change are black women. Now, I've been able to attract some amazing black men and that's not taking it away from black men. But I'm saying that the percentage is much lower. And I often ask myself that question. With the oath in mind, heaven is my right, heaven is my responsibility. So I have to ask myself, Mikkel, what makes you do that with other men? Forget about the men coming to be involved in something you created. What halts you from being involved in or even or sharing and supporting freely with love your things that your brothers are doing that's the first thing that i check within myself because i can't expect someone to do something that i'm not willing to do myself you know and so this this group for men is about that i want to attract men who think like this who want to work on these things within themselves who want to share who want to build 
who want to who are thinking about the posterity of their own life, meaning their children and where their children will end up. Does that make sense? You know, and how our children are going to relate as black people. Because even if you go off and have, as a black man, even if you go off and have a white woman, your child is still going to be black by all considerations. So you can't even escape. You can't even escape how the world is going to perceive you. You can't. Does that make sense? Once you have the, you, you have the mark of an African... The world is going to perceive you in that way. So you can't capitalize your way out of... Uh, you can't capitalize your way out of racism. Shit! That's deep. That is deep. Just ask Jay-Z. Ask Colin Kaepernick. Ask who else, who else is out there. You cannot capitalize your way out of racism. Racism changes when you change the way you see yourself. Oh, but these lot are racist to me. These lot won't let me have this. These lot are blocking me from doing this. No, but what are you blocking yourself from? From not believing that you can actually change your life Amongst yourselves as black men, as black people, as Africans. Does that make sense? This is why I've moved to Africa because my life is going to be proof of what I'm saying. I'm not, I, I'm not sitting in London blaming anyone for nothing. I'm moving to where all the black people are. Now what? Now what? Okay. We're here, we're here, we're here. Cool, what's going on? Cool. If we can't do it for ourselves, as Marcus Garvey says, yes, if these nations can do it, yes, and if you don't believe you can do it, then you might as well die. That's what Marcus Garvey said. If Chinese people can do it, Indian people can do it, Europeans can do it, Indi Americans can do it, and you can't do it, you're a, you're a human flop. You cannot capitalize your way out of racism. It's about how you connect and see yourselves. Yes? But to your point, Lulu, many white, many, many, many black women think white men are the answer to all their problems too. That's a fact. Just because it ain't you, don't mean it ain't happening. It's like me saying, oh, no, that's not true because it's not me and it's not... Look, I don't even know a, a black dude that thinks like that. Do you get what I'm saying? However, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, again, we've just got to set examples and set pace. we got to set examples and set pace. So I'm calling my brothers them. I'm calling the brothers who know who share the same view, who see themselves as world changers, who, who know they, they want to use their creative energy, yes, to build a life that complements the whole. This is the identity that people need to have of us as black men. When people think of black men, they need to, they need to think pillars of the community. When people see a black man, they need to have an image of not one black man, but hundreds of men holding their hands up with the community on top of their hands. Because that is our physical responsibility. That is our material responsibility. To uphold, to lead and enforce and direct the Posterity, meaning the legacy, the culture of the community. It is our job to, to pair this one with that one. To reveal this one to that one. To make connections that's going to allow the community to stand. That is our job. Our job.
That is our job. That is our physical responsibility. That is our job to go and do that shit. Under spiritual counsel of our women. Does that make sense? The women are to curate that. Renew that. Manage that. Guide that. But the men are the ones who stomp the earth, making sure it happens. That's what we are. Does does that make sense? That's what we are. That's our duty. We stomp the earth, making sure God's will is done. Can you imagine we wrecked God's will the way we wrecked money? Can you imagine we built homes, built families on us relating with God's will? Who can touch us? When you ain't even got to worry about the next man. Because we understand, yes, that if he's not willing to keep heaven up in his life, that is his problem. If he doesn't care about himself, his family, his community that much, that he's willing to flop the equilibrium of heaven, happiness, health, wealth, love, peace, freedom in himself. Because you can't flop no one. You flop yourself. Oh, Mikel, meet me at three. I go there at three. You ain't there. You didn't flop me. You did not flop me. You did not flop me. Oh, I let you down. Don't ever. You can never let me down. I let me down. You let yourself down. Do you know why? Because I ain't working with you again. Now I know you. And now I know that you are not even willing to work for yourself. Does that make sense? Oh, don't worry, Mikel. I'm going to handle this. Cool. I'm going to handle this. Did you handle it? Nah, because... You didn't let me down. Because I'm still handling what I'm here to handle. You get what I'm saying? I'm still handling what I need to handle. If you you decided not to handle what you said you are going to... You just flopped your life, not mine. That's the level of freedom we need to have. And that's also the level of cohesion we need to have. Freedom and independence actually don't go together. Freedom and interdependence work hand in hand. Because you are free because you don't have to rely on your singularity. This is why people want to build businesses. This is why people want to have passive incomes and build empires. Why? For freedom or financial freedom. But what is the ingredients that make up these things? It's the interdependence on someone else. I can relax because that person is taking care of their duties. And I'm taking care of my duties. And he's t- she's taking care of her duties. So we can all just fucking chill. As long as we are showing up for what we have decided to be responsible for, we're good. I don't have to worry about where milk's coming from. Because the person who's looking after the cows is sorting out the milk. I just got to make sure the land is secured for the cows. That's my role. Do you get what I'm trying to say? This person is taking the manure and doing what... Do you get what I'm trying to say? You understand what I'm trying to say? (laughs) This is it, fam. And that's what I'm here to do. And that's how I collaborate with everyone. Anyone who tells me, Mikel, I want to work with you. I want to collaborate with you. I ask them, what do you want to do? How do you see yourself? Like, the first thing I do when when I... before I do business, and I don't, we don't even call it business, yeah, it's a love service. But before I do any uh, love service with anyone, 
I have to, we share missions before anything else. What's your mission? Here's, and this is my mission. I want to share missions beyond this business transaction so I can perpetually know what you're on. And you can know what I'm on. Therefore, before I even tell you, you can start to see how to help me, how to add value to me. You shouldn't even be asking me. I should be so clear with my intentions. You shouldn't even ask me how you can help me. You should just tell me. This is how I'm going to, I do this, I do this, and this is how I'm going to help you. And when I look at you, I should be able to see the same thing. How can I be of service to you? You feel me? All right, there's 10 minutes left. Sorry, I, I, I spoke for a little bit. Actually, not sorry, it was, it was a good conversation. Uh, 10 minutes left though. What um, questions? Let's ask questions. <clears throat> questions, questions. All right, chill out. Let's do questions, guys. Wow, I love that question. How can women fulfill their role in interdependency? Amen. Such a beautiful question, and I don't even want to time limit it. But it's exactly the same as men are going to. Yes? We have to start to see value in all of us. You understand? Start to see value in all of yourself. Yes? Yes, you as a human, but you as a woman. If you're a woman, you've been made a woman for a reason. And it's not this little pigeonholed, isolated, boxed reason that the Western world likes to give you. It's not that. That shit will make you hate being a woman. It's just like when you, if you live in the Western world and you, you, you compartmentalize being black to the color of my skin. What the fuck do I want to be a black person for? Why would I want to be a black person? If that's all my shit, because right now it's not working for me. Does that make sense? So we have to understand the reason, the nature, and start to see, uh, start to uh, see why we've been made the way we've been made, right? Understand that who we've been made as, whether you're black, whether you're Turkish, Kurdish, Irish, whatever, why you've been made as an uh, Irish man or a black woman, whatever, why you've been made as this individual, what does that mean? What is that connected to? How does that mean? How does that how does that help you in this context of the earth? How does it help you add value? Once you understand that you are here to be used. You are here to be used. I am here to be used. I am here to serve as a function in the body of God. And my function, I have to study this particular part. You know, like rocket science. Rockets aren't just made up of one particular unit. There are units within a rocket that have to be studied specifically before it can uh, be understood how it works in the body of a rocket. I'll give us an even better example. This is a, the best example of interdependence that we're talking about. And it even relates to now when I spoke about you being in full alignment so you can vibrate perfectly. Yes? Let's take it back there. If you look at a band, when you go to watch a musical or go to a concert and the band are playing, each instrument has a specific way it relates with vibration. The drums way is not the saxophone's way. The saxophone's way is not even, in fact, forget even going to the drum. The snare's way is not even the tom's way. 
Yes? The tom's way is not even the cymbal's way. The cymbal's not even the bass. So even on a drum alone, you've got to understand how all of these things come together. Then you meet up with the person who's mastered their saxophone, mastered their guitar, mastered the bass, mastered the cello, mastered the violin, the clarinet, the trombone, the two. You know what I'm saying? Then even now, watch this, watch this, watch this, listen to me. Only then, even without prior, even without prior knowledge or conversation, they can play in harmony without even talking. You, see, you ever been to a jam session? And I do this all the time. I go on stage and it's just a band and I'm just be like, I'm like, one, two, three, let's go. And everyone just starts playing. And I start singing and they start forming and we start relating with each other perfectly. Because I, had, I have mastered my instrument. Does that make sense? And each one has mastered their instrument. Women and men and all people can fulfill their role in interdependence by mastering this instrument that they have been given. This is an instrument, a vessel, a tool to do supreme divine work on this earth. You fulfill your role, not by trying to... Uh, Cut off a part of yourself. You fulfill your role not by trying to ignore certain aspects of who you are or artificially change aspects who you are. You fulfill your role in the interdependence of this planet when you master who and what you have been designed to be. And for you, Lulu, that is a black woman. There's much more layers than that, but it starts right there. And so does mine as a black man. It starts right there. Yeah? Um, powerful question, man. And I'm so happy to even just leave this live on that answer question. Because I want to save this shit. That was dope. So guys, anyone who wants one-to-one -one spiritual health coaching, DM me. Yes, because this is also what I'm talking about. See, what I also always hate is people that mention issues, but don't help people walk that path. And so as I talk about these things through my spiritual coaching, I'm wanting to help people develop an understanding of how to walk that path to mastering themselves. As I walk the same path with you, I am not yet a master of myself. I am a, I am a keen student. Yes. And I'll be the best student, yes, until I master myself. So I do one-to-one -one spiritual health coaching. Um, also to build a community around people who are um, doing this. You know, because people that coach with me, it's not some cold client thing. You know, I build relationships with the people that I coach, you know. And we become uh, long-term supporters even outside the terms that we're coaching we've become long-term supporters and benefactors of each other's um, love service yes so holler at me also this december village link up i can't uh stress how powerful this experience is going to be the time to come and experience the motherland is now and we the people and the community of people that i'm surrounded by are the kind of people you want to meet and connect with. So come to Kenya this December, however you need to make it work, um, Village Linker. And thank you for tuning in, guys. Peace in, love out. <laughs> Wagwan family, thank you for tuning in to the Too Hard to Go Hell podcast, a spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation. Are you tapped in? I want to thank everyone for supporting, listening, sharing and contributing to this podcast. And as I hope to create more, I would also like your support financially via the GoFundMe or PayPal links on my Instagram page or my website, which is worldchangerlife.com. If anyone out there listening would like one-to-one -one spiritual health coaching where we can dive deep into your personal journey, 
then please hit me up at info at worldchangerlife.com. Alternatively, send me a DM on the gram. Above all, thank you for your ears. Thank you for your energy. Peace in, love out. Hey! <laughs>